0: Welcome back to Travel Time. Today we're talking about Glacier National Park. When we went to Glacier National Park we flew into Missoula, Montana. There is a double tree there that we stayed at. We did that because flying into Kalispell, West Glacier was a lot more expensive at the particular time we were going and it was worth the difference in price to have to drive into there. So we flew into Missoula in the evening, spent the night, and then the next morning headed out to Glacier. It was a two-and-a-half-hour drive, about 138 miles, so not too bad of a trip there. We stopped right in right before we entered the park entrance at, at West Glacier Restaurant for lunch. Um, a notable thing there was the boys had their first taste of huckleberry. They tried the huckleberry shakes and the ice cream and loved those. The thing that I liked about it, the portions were reasonably sized. They weren't just huge and wasteful, and the location was perfect for a quick lunch on the way into the service also was quick and friendly so I actually recommend it I've seen kind of varying reviews on it but I thought the food was good I thought the service was good and it was um, the location couldn't be beat so I would definitely do that again we did a quick stop on the way in at the Agar Visitor Center and we got some bear spray because we were going to be a lot of bear country over the almost two weeks we were on vacation and headed out towards Lake McDonald. Um, our first view there, we stopped at an overlook, and one of the boys kind of waded in the lake. He couldn't resist. It was freezing. The rest of us did not wade in it. Um, but we did keep driving up on going to the Sun Road and stopped at the Trail of the Cedars trailhead. This trail was a great intro. It had just a really nice walk along a stream and had a couple of waterfalls and some great flora and fauna around that we could check out that was unique to the area and really enjoyed this trail it was a it's a moderate trail there's a few steps and a lot of it's on a boardwalk but for the most part it's fairly accessible um, i think you would have a hard time in like a wheelchair or if you couldn't do steps at all it's a fairly easy trail the other thing i'll mention about trail of the cedars is we were really lucky and we found a parking spot it was the only parking spot that was there um the roads when we were driving when we were driving through glacier national park weren't horribly crowded for the most it wasn't like we were bumper to bumper the whole time, but the parking lots were very full. And so, one thing I would recommend is that you take the park complimentary park shuttle, and it goes stops at different trailheads. It stops at the Logan Pass Visitor Center, and it basically runs from the West Guard Visitor Center over to the St. Mary's Visitor Center. Um, it allows you to just kind of take in the views, not have to drive it, but it most of all means that you don't have to look for a parking space at all these different trailheads or visitor centers that you want to go to. So I would strongly encourage that. The reason we didn't do it, even though I'm recommending it to you, is that we were staying at Mini Glacier Hotel that night. And best way to get there from one park entrance to the other was to go down going to the Sun Road based on what we were looking at on the map that day. So we drove it knowing that it might cost us the ability to see something and i will say we drove going to the sun road beautiful lots of overlooks you could pull off on if you wanted to spend more time somewhere but we did get to logan pass which is the visitor center kind of in the approximate middle of going to the sun road and we couldn't go to the Hidden Lake Trail, which is what we had wanted to do there, because the parking lot was entirely full, and there were people backed up waiting for a spot. And there was really nowhere else to wait, because going to the Sun Road is a two-lane. For example, there was a wreck right before we got to Logan Pass, and they had to stop all the traction traffic in both directions to get the wrecked cars out of the way and on their way down the hill to or down the mountain to a shop or wherever they were taking it so just know that if you don't take your car you're running a very real risk that you may not be able to do a trail you want to do because there's just no parking anywhere near that trail or if you're okay with pulling past it and going on an overlook and coming back but there is a heavy amount of traffic all the time it's kind of a roll of the dice so to speak so I did mention that we didn't get to go to the Hidden Lake Trail, which was fine. We thought we still got to see a lot of overlooks and did some little short portions of trails at other places along going to the Sun Road. We ended up stopping briefly just to stretch our legs down by St. Mary's, the lake. And I wish now that we had eaten at Two Dog Flats Grill on our way out of the park for dinner, more of a casual dinner. We ate at Two Sisters Cafe, which is just outside the park and on the road towards where you turn to go, and, to go to the mini glacier. I read spectacular reviews of that restaurant, lots of things that said it was a really fun place to eat, that the food was really good, and that service was really friendly and all those kinds of things. We found none of that to be true. Um, we found that there were some interesting dishes on the menu. Most of the ones that we had were not necessarily great or even good. And we ran horrible, horrible service situation. And I don't know if it was a bad day there that day or what, but we found it to not be friendly at all. And we found that we were waiting every time we needed to ask a question or order or leave. We had to wait 30 minutes for the check at the end. And most notably our server just suddenly vanished in the middle of our meal. Didn't tell us anything about going off shift or anything. And all of a sudden we were looking for a server because we needed our server was gone. And we were told, oh, you have a new server, your server left. And so it was just it was just not a great experience. And I would definitely not go back there again. I would pack a picnic dinner before I would go back there again. That's how not great the experience was. But anyway, we went on to Mini Glacier and got checked in. This was like the hottest summer period that apparently they had had in quite some time So like mini glacier doesn't have air conditioning which is normally i guess fine and there's just a little fan in the room but it was sweltering when we were there this time so it was fine but it was a little uncomfortable heat wise because it was so hot the funny thing was there were still some trails very close to the hotel closed due to snowpack <laughs> and we're in the hotel just like sweating to death. It was um, something to be prepared for. It usually doesn't get that hot, but apparently it does sometimes. So just kind of be ready. The style of the hotel is really nice. It's a Swiss chalet themed hotel. So all through the hotel are kind of motifs and things from Swiss chalet. We had a ton of fun just exploring the hotel or hanging out in some of the little lounge areas that they have, in between going out hiking and things like that. We loved the porch. The porch was great. It has a huge porch where you can sit and look out over Swift Current Lake and just enjoy the view and soak it in, watch to see the mountains reflected in the lake. The lake is just an unreal color blue. There's just almost no way to describe it. It's not sapphire blue. it's a lighter color than that. It's just it's the color of the water that melts off the iceberg, which is a much different blue than lake water that you're used to other places it's gorgeous. And I, I just fell in love. So we did, we love that. And we also love downstairs. If you went by the quick service location that had like food, grab and go food for if you were going hiking and stuff, they had, um, just a, a long area that was just right along the shore of the lake where kids could go up and wade in the lake or look at the lake. And so we spent some time down there too, just hanging out. That is also where the boat dock is and so one of the things we had planned on doing, which we were going to, we were doing the next day, is a boat trip. And the it's a combination of a boat trip and a hike. And so what they do is a boat leaves from the boathouse right in front of well right behind Mini Glacier. And it goes across Swift Current Lake. And then you we went over like a little short three quarters of a mile trail over a small hill or ridge. And then got on another boat on Lake Josephine and sailed across that lake to the trail we were taking. I will come back to that, but one important point to note is if you want to do a boat tour of any kind on that lake, you have to go down there and get a reservation or else just kind of go down there when the boat happens and try to luck of the draw, get on, which is unlikely. So the boat reservations open up two days ahead. We were there one day ahead of when we were going to go on the boat, so we knew it was kind of iffy. We did manage to get on a sailing, not the time that we wanted, but it was a good time. And so we got on the afternoon sailing for the second day we were there. So that was good. We were hoping that we wouldn't just not be able to go at all. So the first day, since we were doing that the second day, we took the Swift Current Trail around Lake Swift Current. And it's a loop, maybe one to three mile loop, real easy terrain, pretty much... Um, Not accessible, but not not a hard trail, and we we walked that, took in the views. We did see some mountain goats, and we also saw a mountain lion, which is a very rare sight. And even more amusing because we never once saw a bear on this whole trip, in spite of the fact there were border warnings literally everywhere we went. But we did see a mountain lion, and we did see it from quite a distance away, Uh, but with binoculars and things, we could tell it was one. And It was funny because we had seen the goats. One of the kids had missed seeing the goats, so we walked back to show them the goats, and the goats were gone. Like, not a trace of the goats. They were completely gone. And we were looking around in the hills with the binoculars trying to figure out maybe they went up. Still gone, but then we saw a tannish-orange thing jumping from rock to rock, and we zoomed in on that, and sure enough, it was a mountain lion, which is why the goats were gone, most likely. And we stayed there and kind of watched them progress because they were across the road and way up the mountain. So we weren't in immediate danger, but we stayed there and kind of watched it progress across the mountain. It was really cool. I haven't seen a mountain lion in the wild in ages. So we we did that trail. We had dinner, like I said, like I may have mentioned, in the mini glacier dining room. We had most of our meals in the mini glacier dining room because once you're out there, there's really not much else there. The food is good. Service is good. Um, I recommend going there because it's easy and it's right there. And the selection is actually really good. The next day, um, we got ready and went on our boat trip. The boat was great. The first part's pretty short. You can actually see where you're sailing to from the dock (laughs) uh, very clearly it's just right there i mean there's even a trail that goes there that's less than a mile long we we took the boat there walked over the hill and then we got in the boat of saint josephine so we sailed across lake josephine to the head of grinnell lake of the grinnell trailhead and what we wanted to do was walk to grinnell glacier but we couldn't because the snowpack was still too heavy and there was a bear actively hanging out on the trail like every day So the furthest you could go was Grinnell Lake. But we went anyway, and we went across. So we are coming up on our approach on Lake Josephine. And as we get close to the second, the dock on the opposite side, Lake Josephine, we're told, be very quiet on the boat and be very quiet getting off. There's a moose in the water. So sure enough, right off the dock, there's a moose swimming in the water, just eating the vegetation in the lake and hanging out. And apparently they said he'd been hanging out there for hours, which was fairly unusual. So we got off and we had great view of this huge moose hanging out in the water, just doing, minding his own business. We got some pictures and like on our trail that we started to take, you could see him for like a long time. And we, we took the trail back It's about a five to seven mile hike. Our hike was about seven miles because part of the way there, we took a side trail to see a waterfall which added, I think, about a mile and a half to the whole journey. So we took that side trail. Side note, if you take it, it's very, very steep. I know they're all in mountains, but that part particularly is very steep. So just be prepared. The waterfall is really awesome, though. And hardly anybody went back there, so we kind of had that whole area to ourselves for a few minutes. Um, So we did the side trip, went back. Grinnell Lake is just gorgeous. It's just back there with nothing else except the other people who had hiked back with us in the ranger and – it was just gorgeous. So we stayed there for a while. A lot of the kids and a lot of people waited in it. Um, it was pretty muddy from all the recent snowmelt. So, you know, some people didn't quite go out there because you your feet were going to be kind of muddy coming back to put on your shoes if you did. It was a really nice experience just being out there and enjoying the area. I really wish we'd been able to continue on to see the glacier. But um, we headed back. And the bull moose was still in the water when we got to the dock. So we were back to the dock and waiting for the boat to come back to get us. And the bull moose was still there. And while we're waiting, we can see the boat like halfway across the lake. It's almost there. And all of a sudden, a cow moose walks out into the water next to the bull moose, walks up to him, and... I swear it looks like they kissed the ranger was going nuts because she was like, I've never seen anything like this happen before. (laughs) She walked up, basically kissed the moose. We have this picture of the moose where they look like they're kissing. And then they just kind of hung out in the water the whole time. And they hung out there the whole time. Like we boarded the boat and went back and everything. And the moose were still just hanging out there the whole, even when we left. So it was a really cool experience. And it's, um, probably the second time I've seen a moose in the wild, but the first time I've seen one really close up It was just, I can't say enough about it clearly. Um, we headed back to many glacier, enjoyed a ranger show that night just to relax about um, the different animals and things in the wild around glacier. Many of which we saw, we didn't, we obviously didn't see a wolverine. They're very rare to see. And we never saw a grizzly bear, which we kind of had hoped to see, <laughs> but we did see a lot of the other things. Yeah, that was day two. The morning we got up and had breakfast, and we headed to the St. Mary's Visitor Center because the kids had picked up Junior Ranger booklets on the very first day and had filled those out over the course of our visit. So we stopped at the St. Mary Visitor Center on our way to Yellowstone to let them get their Junior Ranger badges. The Ranger was very intrigued about our um, mountain lion sighting, so there was a lot of discussion about that. And we got our badges, and we headed out to Yellowstone. So our next episode, we'll talk a little bit about Yellowstone. We were in Yellowstone for five days, so I'm going to break that up into a couple different episodes rather than try to do it all. My top tips for Glacier, take the shuttle if that's an option. Um, If you're not in a situation like us where you need to take your car so that it's at the hotel with you, try to take the shuttle because it opens up a lot of possibilities as far as trails you can do and what you can see stop at the visitor centers, learn a little bit about the area. The geology of the area is just really cool. And really a ranger led hike like we went on was really helpful because they were able to tell us things about different things we were seeing that we probably wouldn't have been able to know on our own without doing a lot of geologic research and stuff like that. Um, you just take time to enjoy that you're out here with a whole lot of people but it feels like you're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and you are in many in many ways, but just take the time to, t- to soak it in. It's just gorgeous. And so much of it is um, a vanishing ecosystem with the glaciers rapidly melting. One of the reasons we went when we did was because we were pretty sure that based on the current forecast, the glaciers wouldn't be there in another 10 to 20 years. So we wanted to be able to see them before they were gone. So thanks for joining me today. And I hope you enjoyed this talk about glacier. And hope to, hope you'll tune in next time. Happy travels.